Welcome to the podcast. We are Stav, Abby and Matt with Osher. It's great to have you company this evening, this morning, the middle of the day, wherever you might be enjoying this. And a special shout out to everyone who lives in Caboolture. Yes. Yes, because we talk to you doll bludgers in the show. And no. it caused up quite... <laughs> respect. Show some respect. We were talking about the issue that Caboolture uh, was the highest number of doll, people on the doll in Queensland, in Australia. Australia. Yeah. Uh, we also talked to Jonathan Thurston as well, though, and we talked to a guy who grows marijuana for a living. We covered everything in today's show. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, stand by. That's coming up. Forgive me for being so inquisitive. Do you mind? Do you mind, Do you mind if I ask you a personal question? Love this. It's when you meet someone, they're a little different to you, um, whether it's something in their life, something they do for work, and you want to ask them so many questions, but you might be a little bit embarrassed because you're not sure how they'll react. And I reckon a lot of people, for our next guest, will not want to ask them for legal reasons. You know what I mean? It's a little bit like... Hazy, vague, do you know what I mean at the moment? Hazy, hazy. Is an, hazy yeah. is an excellent hazy word to describe it. Excellent. Now, we yeah. are joined in the studio by your name. Josh. I just didn't know if we wanted to do an anonymous name, so that's why I was yes. like, oh, I no, should have no. asked before. <laughs> um, now, anyone can call up 131060 if they have a question for you, and what do you do? Um, I am a cannabis industry consultant, so I've got a, a very interesting job. Mm-hmm. Um, working with uh, various companies is predominantly in the United States at the moment. Um, Australia yeah. is just getting moving with, with the cannabis industry. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we'll be working with growers in um, basically enabling them to get the most productivity out of their, their setup. I, I'm attached to a large fertilizer company, which is one of the, one of the major suppliers to the cannabis industry in, um, in the United States. And this is just today. I think they're trying to, to get it through Parliament quicker. Uh, well, yesterday yeah. they actually passed the um, uh, the the reinstatement of Category okay. A, which which is a really important facet of our our um, access law in mm-hmm. Australia. Uh, it allows to, uh, people that are terminally ill or that um, basically cannot get the help from any other treatment possible to be able to access it immediately. Wow. Um, previously, um, the government had actually abolished the Category A, and uh, there was there was a a number of people fighting in Parliament, and um, it was declined, and yeah. it went back for a resitting, which which uh, they've Paul seen. Paul Hanson and the Greens are pushing it through. That's right, they, they supported yeah. it this time around. Would... Last time they didn't, so they've redeemed yeah. themselves a fraction. Yeah, I right. find it fascinating because my grandfather passed away through cancer, and I know that he used it when he was young. But this is like back in the seventies. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. always illegal. That's right. And my my nana had to smuggle it in. So um, it was used in in ancient uh, ancient medicine. It was used in the archaic um, mm. herbal medicine of Australian pharmacology uh, for up until about um, uh, not not very long ago. It was it was only probably about thirty forty years ago right. that um, it was somewhat abolished mm. from the yeah. pharmacology of Australian physicians. It was in every um, outback. Uh, a medicine cabinet where wow. you'd find a tincture right. or something in the cupboard with yeah. a label and one of the I ingredients probably would be still is to be honest it's more commonly found in a wooden box probably tucked in a dresser yeah right so, wouldn't know yeah wouldn't know. Well, this is it, isn't it? I mean, there's so many different <laughs> facets to it because you've got, I guess, a lot of um, people that might abuse it as a substance. It, yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. always that conversation as well about legalising it for 
personal use. And I you know, heard, some people are for that. Yeah, mm. and I heard that it was because you couldn't charge tax on it, so the mm. government didn't want to, and there's all those conspiracy theories for well, it. Well, yeah, it's going to co- probably come full circle where they'll realise that there's there's quite actual minimal profit um, as an industry in, in on the medical side of things. Mm. Um, it has to be prescribed, it has to be then dispensed by a pharmacy, and then therefore it has to be a... A, a, a form of um, controlled medicine. So they have to learn and want to be able to work with this herbal medicine, which is very different to every other every other farm, well, well I guess, pill that mm. they're yeah. used to prescribing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. the recreational model may suit that in some regard, that it sort of takes the load off um, some of the everyday prescriptions that are going to be going out for the back pain, for the, Alrighty, the anxiety. Well, here yeah. we go. This is what we do. 131060. <clears throat> Josh is willing to take any question. Nothing is off limits. He's very educated in this area. And, of course, you may have some questions about his character being the industry that you're in. You're happy to take those as well? Far away, folks. First up, we have Willie from Waterford. What's your question for Josh? Hey, Willie. I just want to ask you, Mm. is there different kinds of strands or strength, or is it just a myth? Uh, Yes, mate. Um, The difference between probably your street cannabis and medical cannabis is... Uh, how pure the actual product is itself. So w- what's what's um, hanging around in the cannabis, whether it be pesticides, heavy metals, mm. these sorts of things would deem uh, medical cannabis medical and street pot, street pot is, is the cleanliness of the product. Um, oh. The strains are different also. So one can make you sleepy, one can make you uplifted oh. and all those sorts of different sides of things are, are definitely characteristics of the plant. So Pineapple yeah, Express right. didn't lie to you, Willie, is what he's saying. Oh, wow. <laughs> there you go. Okay, we've got Kayla from Red Bank Plains. What's hey, your Kayla? question from Josh? May I ask um, how long it stays in your system? As um, like, because we are, I know for um, the police are doing like um, drug testing, like the roadside. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a really yeah. really good question. Um, medical or not, um, we don't have exemptions from from that. So even if oh. you do have a script and you're being prescribed oh. cannabis medicine, um, mm. that's still mm. going to stay in your system for up to around thirty days, depending oh. on depending on the person's okay. ability to be able yeah. to, to dissipate it. And there's mm. certain jobs that they would be automatic fired from if you're working. You've yeah, got it. Okay. So you, yep. you would have the option of coming to the table with your employer and saying, look, this is a legal medication I'm using. Mm. And also in court, if you were to be pulled up for driving within your system, that would be your, your defence. I would imagine that they would have to look at that quite seriously. Mm. Right. Wow. But it's a weird one though, isn't it? Because you still shouldn't be driving under the influence, no. but it's... It's a medication. But if it's for medical, then you won't be able to. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Interesting. And just like any drug, within certain limits. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 131060, we have Josh in, who is part of... Uh, he's a consultant for medical marijuana and growing it, so he's completely legal. Mm. Any question you want to ask, go for it. We've got Anonymous on the line. What's your question for Josh? Hey, Josh. Good morning, guys. Hey. Good morning. Uh, I'd like to ask... Okay, I've heard on the grapevine that marijuana decreases the potential of having kids. I've smoked it for 13 years. I've got two kids. Right. <laughs> Are they both girls? Yes. See, I, I have, I'm so, I don't have any of my friends that ever has been a big smoker have any boys. Yeah, I've got They've two girls, got girls as well. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, a couple of my mates from high school have all got girls as well. So we're, we're all up to the same mischief. Yeah. <laughs> do you know, do you, do you know about this though? Is it? Yeah, kind of- look, it, it, as far as I'm aware, um, breast milk itself contains portions of the cannabinoids. So the, the precious medicine that's actually in cannabis is mm. also found in portions of breast milk. Oh, wow. Um, so we're very, the human body is actually so in sync with the cannabis. 
cannabinoids um, we're not aware of it. I would I would hate to think that there's any solid data mm. to actually prove that uh, it affects anyone's ability to conceive kids. Mm. I think anonymous, yeah. your uh, situation answered your question for you. You got <laughs> two kids. Uh, Josh is in uh, Logan. Josh, meet Josh. Hey, Josh. Hey, mate. Uh, do you mind if I start by asking uh, what's your opinion on? Uh, the genetically modified cannabis seeds and whatnot, as opposed to the natural or, or organic seeds sure, that sure. are going around. Um, the the GM products that are out there, that they, they use um, some pretty delicate delicate processes to be able to create those strains. Um, in saying so, it's not identical to the GMO that you would see in, say, corn, where they where they actually modify the the, the genetic structure of the plant. They're manipulating the protein structure. So it's, it's a little different, but like anything, um, organic is best, you know, sticking to the heirloom genetics that are closest to what have always been around for, for eons is probably what uh, I'd recommend as being the safest choice. Mm. He's Very a pot scientist, isn't he? I know, no, right? I guess it's, yeah, Renee yes, from exactly Thornwinds. What <clears throat> Renee, what's your question for Josh? Hi, uh, may I ask what you think the consequences may be for youth if it was legalised for private use? Mm, interesting. Sure. Um, that's consequences, you said. So, for instance, if it was misused. Y- yeah, things like that. Um, also sure. for, you know, purposes of education and how it would affect those in high school, do you think there would be any long-term consequences? Um yeah, things like that. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's probably the most apt question um, that I was really hoping was going to be asked. Look, the potential for abuse is always there, just like alcohol, just like cheeseburgers. Um, the ideology of someone being able to um, uh, get the most benefit out of, a, uh, out of something that, f- for instance, if it was legalised from an industry point of view, would be education. So things like school, mm. uh, we'd want to see that uh, children are being um, uh, understood for, for exactly w- what cannabis is and... Um, any any form of abuse um, should always be monitored. Uh, so yeah, it's yeah. it's definite definitely leaves room for abuse. But on the other hand, uh, education is key, and that's what uh, our government and people like myself really work hard on. So really well, there you go, yeah. uh, Josh. Thank you so much for coming in this morning no and worries. sharing your knowledge. Yeah, appreciate and, and he did bring us a present, so thank you very much for that. <laughs> it's a, a container, tin, an empty tin. <laughs> yeah, empty tin. I didn't say what it was. Oh, I just said God. Josh brought us Thanks a present, stuff. and thank yeah. you. So much. <laughs> He's just been so informative to every single person, and then you it just have to present. do that. I love it. It was an empty. Yeah, thank you. He said we can put nuts in it. Did you not hear that? There's cops at the front door. (laughs) Like we said, Josh Josh does it all legally. This is Josh's Mm -hmm. job. uh, You're licensed to be doing what you're Um, doing? Yeah, I'm actually a contract for licensed cultivators in the United States. I've worked with various people that have got interest in gaining license in Australia and uh, giving them procedure plans and basically methods of them being able to produce in Australia. No worries. Well, what we will do, because we've had a lot of calls we couldn't get to hit us up on our Facebook page, send it through, and we'll flick them on uh, to Josh. It's Stav, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Got to play it cool. I am a huge fan of this man, oh. like a, many other people. No, 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 no. In I'm Queensland. a far bigger fan than you are, actually. <laughs> uh, the legend who is Jonathan Thurston on the air. Morning, mate. G'day, how are you? Oh, we're good. It's good to hear your voice. And God, it's so good to have you back in the team. Are you just beyond excited? Yeah, very excited. I was uh, yeah, un- unhappy that I had to miss the first game, but glad to be back in camp with the boys. Uh, this game, we've got a big job ahead of us. Are you in bed at the moment? You sound very relaxed. 
Uh, I am actually sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be sorry, mate. <laughs> How's camp going? Can I maybe play it up for your wife because she might be, she might want it to seem a little bit more stressful. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Okay. Actually, um, I'm already in enough strife. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> you were you were meant to ring us the other day because yeah. she she was organising it for us and she had to do all the school run while you were just yeah. you know yeah relaxing. So I'm uh, away getting a good eight nine hours sleep and night, and she's uh, at home with uh, three kids under four years of age. So. Yeah, congratulations on your latest. Yeah, thank you. She's uh, Lily. She's going all right. She's uh, nearly ten weeks old. So. Um, it's a little bit mayhem at home, but Sam's doing a wonderful job. Mate, I, uh, I feel you. I've got a 12-week-old daughter at home, and when you get home from work, don't you have to just make up a few bad things that happen during the day? So... <laughs> I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> yeah, but at least Jonathan Thurston actually runs around. He can get exhausted. You just talk on the radio for a few hours. <laughs> See, she, see that, mate? She fully threw me under the bus, and you witnessed that, yeah, didn't you? I know. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. We've got no leg to stand on there. <laughs> Are you feeling a little bit more relaxed going with the team? Like, I know there is a lot of pressure, but it's kind of like uh, looking back at the game, you know, for one, it's kind of like you can't really mess up. Um, yeah, look, it's always been about having, having a good time uh, during the week, but uh, this team's been able to... Uh, when we've had to train, the boys have really switched on and made sure that we've gotten uh, out of the session what we need to. And like I said, uh, we need a, a, still a lot to work on, but um, I'm glad to be back in the team. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to the week and obviously the game. It's no bigger game than obviously going down there to play and uh, try and square the series. So it's a, a big job in front of us. Mm. Do you guys have a game plan? Because we know New no, South Wales... <laughs> If you let me finish my question, this is we're talking football now, right? Okay, sorry, I'm out. I'm Calm out. down. All right. We know New South Wales are notorious for when you're kicking, they they want to hit you, and they they will do late shots. Do you guys prepare to kind of make sure that you're protected from that? Yeah, um, obviously need to be a bit smarter there. Uh, I've only played uh, two games in uh, two months, so uh, on the weekend was targeted pretty heavily by the. By Parramatta, so yeah. no doubt, no doubt, I'll be getting uh, that kind of treatment again from uh, New South Wales, and and that's the way that the game goes these days. Uh, they just uh, target the halves and, and the kickers, and uh, you just need to be smarter when you're kicking the ball. Make sure you got a lot more depth, and um, you know you got more options. So you know Cooper's obviously a great kicker, and so was Smithy out of dummy half. So we got a lot of options. Is that just grubby, or am I just like optimistic of going? Everyone play nice. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could just say everyone's yeah, okay. playing nice, but it doesn't work like that, unfortunately. Right, have you uh, have you heard from Sammy Thiday? Has there been any text messages? Like, what are you boys up to? Because he's not in uh, this time around. Yeah, so he uh, sent me a text uh, yesterday, uh, letting me know that he wasn't in, and obviously I uh, was pretty shattered for him. Um, he's was uh, one game away of becoming a, a yeah. statesman, which is uh, 30 games for, for Queensland, and he's been a great servant for the Maroons for, you know, since 2006. So um, we're going to miss the experience, but um, he understands uh, the decision, and um, unfortunately he's not here, but uh, someone else has to do the job now. When we were just um, talking to uh, Cohen, who is Cohen Hess, yeah. who's going to be yeah. playing for the first time, what sort of advice do you give the younger players? Going in, because it must be so much pressure for state, first state of origin game. 
yeah, it is a lot of pressure, but uh, he's um, cool, calm and collected, has he? Uh, doesn't matter what you throw in front of him, he, he seems to handle it. And um, He's coming off the bench, so he'll miss, the uh, obviously, the start of the game, but... You know, he just needs to know know his job, um, and that's what it's about when this camp is making sure everyone's up to speed with the structures that we have, both in offence and, and defensively. And uh, like I said, he's handled everything that's been thrown in front of him, and um, I'm really looking forward to seeing him out there on, on you know Wednesday night. Hey, uh, when the Origin One team was announced, and Kevy Walters had a few tears uh, because he felt bad for not picking Billy. Um, either that or Billy just tore him a new one, so he was a bit scared. <laughs> Does, um, is is he a bit of a cry? Like, do you boys behind in in the sheds, you know, a few tears flow here and there? Uh, yeah, Kevy's uh, very very passionate about uh, the, the Queensland team uh, and especially about the state. Um, we're going to Mackay tomorrow uh, for the day to uh, go and put some smiles on people's faces up there so he understands what it means uh, to motivate the players and how to motivate the players and like I said he's an emotional coach and a very passionate one and the boys certainly love playing for him. Yeah, is it is it that thing where it's um and because you guys have won a lot of series when you're knocking back those eight straight cans is there a lot of I love you man like tapping on the back I love you man I oh, know man you. I love you more uh, no I think uh, that's what happens uh, when you retire um, yeah, right. at the moment it's more about uh, trying to inflict as much pain as possible yeah that's it all right well uh, Thurston uh, mate lovely to talk to you we know you're busy in there in camp and uh, we know you're going to get the job done in New South Wales and have a have a ripper for us in um, in uh, game three here in Brizzy so nice to talk to you yeah thanks for having me wake up with stab Abby and Matt with Osha Hit 105 welcome back you're still on the podcast of stab Abby and Matt with Osha it's great to have your company this evening. We're going to give you your letter for tomorrow's Alpha Bucks. I don't Alpha know how... Bucks. Tell I... me. Tell me, Abby. Alpha Bucks is worth $10,000. How is it easier if we give them the letter? Because you can start thinking of all the words in the world that start with W, like, like world. What? Or wanker. Is W the letter for tomorrow, Yes, it? it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, Alpha Bucks. You know, what doesn't make sense about that? It's two Vs. Mm-hmm. Alpha Bucks tomorrow at 8. Caboolture, north of Brisbane, has been named Australia's doll bludger capital. Or oh, everywhere. Channel 9, A Current Affair, Channel 7, they were all over this last night. I know. Number one in Australia. That, yeah, half for people that would do work really hard in that area. But uh, we were talking about being on the dole and how so many people are horrified by being on it. But there are a certain amount of people that go, nah, this is what I accept, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And we um, want to know if you're one of them or if you know someone, 13, 10, 60. Ange is in Ipswich. Ange, are you a doll? I was going to say bludger. <laughs> are you on the doll is probably the <laughs> nicest way to put it. Hey, guys. Hey. guys. Hey. I love it. You're awesome. Um, Thanks, I Ange. am a guest. Will you class me as a doll bludger? I'm a single mum, mm-hmm. so yep. I don't work. Um, and my son goes back to school next year and I'll need to go back to work, um, which will probably be quite hard because a lot of jobs don't consider single parents that don't have a lot of family yeah. or yeah. to help out with kids. Mm. See, Ange, that's true, because then I think, you know, oh, get off the dole, but then when I hear your situation, you've either got to, I guess, find a job that you have to go from 10 until 3, 10 till 2. Well, I was going to say 10 till 2. My son's school finishes at 2.30 yeah. and starts at 8.15. So... Um, you know, you need to sort of try and find a job that is in between those hours, mm. um, and that's quite hard to do. And yeah. you, is it just the one kid, or you got a couple you're juggling? 
Um, so I have four. Four, yeah. Right. So you said yeah. that you don't have to. So just in line of me, if you're on the, the dole and you've got kids, you don't have to try and find work until the youngest is at school? Yeah, my son goes back to school next year. Right, okay. Right. Yeah. So do you think yeah, for people so- who do work, who have four kids, do you think that's fair on them, that you get you get to just do that? Um, I think if they have the support to be able to do that, then great. Um, for me, it's quite, like, it would be quite an expensive endeavour to pay for before school care and after school care mm. um, to enable me to go back to work. I'm going to try, and I had a job right up until I had my son four years ago, mm. and, you know, I'm going to try to go back to work, but again, it will be quite difficult. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's a, a tough hard, one, isn't it? It's a hard one because then I always go, sometimes I wish I didn't have to go back to work. Well, you don't have to. Thanks, no, obviously. No, no, I'm just saying, like, I went, well, let's be honest, I went back after two weeks. Everyone's like, oh, good for you. It's not because it was good. I just I couldn't afford it. We didn't get maternity leave, so I had to. I know, yeah. Uh, well, 131060, Anna, you're on this morning. We're talking about people who are on the dole and want to stay on the dole. Good morning. Hey, yes. Anna, sorry um, we made you be on a... hold. I know people on the dole will have to put up with that quite a bit. <laughs> hey, no worries. No, I have a, uh, my ex, he, um, he's been on the dole for about four years and uh, he doesn't plan on coming off at all. He is quite happy to be on the dole. Unfortunately, he doesn't live in Caboolture, but not far from there. Right. <laughs> right. And, and is that, Anna, is that a reason why you're not together anymore? Yeah, oh, it definitely plays a factor, yes, because I have I got three kids and if I can go to work, which I do, I'm on my way to work now, mm-hmm. um, if I can do that, then I don't see why he can't. He doesn't have the responsibility of our youngest daughter who's in, um, she's three and she's I've put her into daycare myself so then I can go to work. Yeah. So he just kind of just bludges, <laughs> any couch is fine. He, uh, it just wow. it frustrates me. It, 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 yeah, it gets me to tears. So you're a single mum who goes to work? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do, yeah. So it is possible. Yep. Yeah. It is possible, definitely. It, it was hard. Like, it took me uh, probably about six months to get into a job. Mm. But as the way I've seen it was, I don't like sort of sponging, you know, from the government. Yeah. If we can do it ourselves, why not? Mm. Yeah. Why not do it ourselves? Do you mm. have a good support network, though, as well, Anna? Like, um, people you can leave Yeah, you see, that's the oh, difference definitely. you've got. Yeah. yeah. My family and friends are amazing. Mm. So I, um, yeah, no, I'm very fortunate. Mm. So Four I guess, kids. I suppose, in that sort of sense, with people that don't, have that support, it must be kind of hard. Yeah. And then there are, but then yeah. I look at our school and I go before school and after school care mm. is full. Yeah, right. Do you know? Because that's, that's how they have to do it. Yeah. Sometimes there are people on the doll who put their kids in childcare still. And I don't think I that's don't right. I don't understand how they can get that because, no. oh, you have Shouldn't to be, be looking for to. work. No, you have to be looking for work. And then they get it discounted mm, as well. Yeah. Rihanna, you're on. You're from Caboolture. Good morning. I am from Caboolture. I am on the dole and I'm not planning on getting off of it anytime soon. Oh. <laughs> Why is Why that? Why is that? Okay, so the way that the system works is I've been on the dole before and the way that the system works is you're supposed to have eight weeks straight of no payments if you leave a job. Mm-hmm. And I have left numerous jobs in the past and I've never been taken off payments. I didn't have to start work for the dole until probably six months after I was supposed to. Like the whole system, the way that it works is just messed up. And like, if you're going to get free payments, then why not? Mm, wow. Well, so, but, but why the, is it enough for you? Like it sustains your life and you kind of go... In a, way, in a way it is. Like I still live at home with my mum. It does help her out in a way. But at the same time, like it's so hard to find employment 
And it's so hard, especially when employers don't get back to you about yeah. jobs. Like oh, it's they hard don't to call you to tell yeah. you if you have like have been successful, if you haven't been successful, and it's so frustrating. Rihanna, no one likes rejection. I get that, and I could give you a portfolio of how many rejected letters I got. But you're you're 19. You're so young. You can't say that you you don't want to have a goal or you don't want to oh, go no, back and like, study. I do. I do want to work, and I do want to have that stability in my life. But and get I a job. So hard to get a job, yeah. and I just can't find one anywhere. What are you applying like, for? Centrelink, I'm literally applying for anything and everything. I've even applied for McDonald's, KFC, retail, admin. Like, I have over five right, years okay. of customer service experience, and I can't get a job anywhere. Right. Yeah, but are you, try- are you trying? You were saying before you want to stay on the dollar. Are you actually trying? Oh. I'm actually trying, but, it, you know, like staying on the doll seems to be the only option when no one will employ you. Mm. I don't. I don't know. You don't, you what you don't think she can get a job? She said. I don't, I don't buy it. She said she's trying. I don't buy it. How mm. long you? How long you been on it for? Um, I have been on it probably for about a year and a half now, wow. and I yeah. still can't find. I moved interstate mm. to find a job. Like I'm from Victoria, I moved interstate to find a job, and I still can't find work. I find it very hard to believe that it is that impossible to find a job. A simple That's job. That's easy for you to say. You have a job. Mm. Yeah, but if I could get fired from this job and I would find another job. How many right. jobs are you applying for a, a week then, Rihanna, just to satisfy me? I, I, I have to apply for 30 jobs a month. Has it changed though, Rihanna? Because I just used to write down phone numbers and said that I contacted them. Has it actually changed? Um, I don't believe so. Right. You basically just hand in all your paperwork. They look at it and be like, yeah, they've done what they needed to do and yeah. then they get paid for it. Well, what about Why this, Maddie? People don't her. know. <laughs> well, I, got another, I got a better idea. People don't know that you um, aren't an unemployed person. Why don't you, over the course of the next few days, try to find a job yes. and see how easy it is? See how many interviews if you, you, if you get. If you lost this job tomorrow, you just walk into another job. So you go and do so some true. interviews and see if you get the gig. Right, huh? How many jobs you can get or how many interviews you can get in the next two weeks? Well, just just All get right. a job. A job. Are you interested in that, Rihanna? Yeah, 100%. See if we, and, and then you have to give it to Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's, it's on. I will get a job. I'll get another job. I'll get a job. Yep. I will start the hunt after the show. Don't okay. like it because I know I pay you out a lot, but I do like working with you. So don't then go, hey, sorry. No Mac promises, so much people. Fun. I'm always open to opportunity. <laughs> 13, 10, 60. If you'd like to employ me, let's yeah. make this easy. <laughs> it's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. So are you listening to everything that was on the show? Maddie, what did you feel like we left off the show? What would you like to have pitched that didn't make the cut? Pets? You want to talk about pets more, didn't no, you? No, oh, pets. You love there's too much pets. pet talk on radio. If anyone's listening to the podcast and they get to call on first calls, 131060 is our number. I want you to always pitch a pet story. No. Like, you're not going to believe it. My pet said what? Or you're not going to okay. believe it. My pet did this. We I'm need sorry. To... My pet said what? You think you think <laughs> that pets can talk. Is that true? Wait for this. Did your dog talk? I, I don't think that pets can talk. I had a dog that said hello. See? He said a pet now, can talk. I know earlier in this podcast you may have have heard us talking to a guy who legally grows cannabis. Mm-hmm. He gave I us think a present. He might have left something behind if you think your <laughs> dog can talk. Why do they call them fingers? They never fing. <laughs> I d- we have this conversation a lot, right? Yeah. We're here now, we're going to flesh it out. All right. We know lots of people have pets. The so majority. therefore, you think. You guys think we should do pet gear on the show no, all the time. No, you're just anti-pets, and I think people like to talk about their pets. I just think pets are a poor investment. People get sick of us talking about kids. We talk about kids a lot. 
Well, let's stop yeah. talking about kids. <laughs> you want to talk right. about poor investments? <laughs> <laughs> kids, no more kid talk on the show. Okay. Kids are off. All right, well, then what no about that kids. thing you want to play tomorrow? It's not happening. Okay. <laughs> We're going to replace it with pet chat. <laughs> <laughs> we tune, are. In, tune in tomorrow for kid chat and pet talk. Can uh, somebody, okay, this, this is what I want. If you're right. listening to the podcast, and hopefully someone is. Not anymore. No, I'll Can tune you out after this. E- uh, message us on Facebook, stab Abby and Matt with Osha, if you are sick of pet topics on the radio. All right? And what are they going to do if they're not? What about if they want to do more? Well, you can do that as well. I want to look at the uh, the for and against on pet topics on radio. But this is not a given because no one's listening now. <laughs> what, yes, I lo- they are. what I love about this is it's a podcast, so it lives on the internet forever. <laughs> so like 10 years from now, <laughs> hey, Bianca, Ed, Marto, come here. <laughs> Someone wants us to do more talkback about Marto pets. Marto is still really, working? Kip? Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Hey, this is Adam. And this is Ruben from Peking Bay. Joining us this morning, you never know what's going to happen uh, when these boys roll in. Adam and Ruben from Peking Duck. Good morning. Good morning. Hey. How are we doing? We're oh, we're good. good. We love you guys. Are you, are you wearing glasses because last night was another epic night or is that just standard for you guys now? It's very bright outside. It's okay. his new look. It's his new look. You guys uh, are known for your amazing music. You've got the new single out at the moment, um, and you do lots of gigging. You go to nightclubs. We had our R&B party uh, the other week, and we got to go up into the green room at the Met. Right? Oh, what a place. Yeah, we yeah. live there pretty much. We so, do kind of live there. Yeah, it was, it was like this... This room. back corridor. I kept walking and you guys were like, no, nah, you're going too far. I'm like, no, no, no. I keep. I think there's like yeah. some more steps, yeah. The thing that yeah. worried me the most, though, is that there was a couch in there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Should we and have sat on that couch? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's like actually our home away from home. Yeah, you just play FIFA and uh, what's that basketball game too? There's a lot of secret rooms in that green room as well, which yeah, are unknown. Maybe yeah. you guys saw them. I guess what we're saying is, Ruben, I'm having your baby because I sat on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> do, do what what we think happens, you know, with with DJs and people in green rooms is is it actually like that, or is it just you sitting in there sipping your water in a quiet that, spot? Well, I mean that that green room especially has definitely seen some some things because mm. uh, a lot of people tend to go there. Like it it, it ends up more of a party than the actual nightclub in there. Yeah. No one who's even playing at the Met is. Uh, in the green room, like we we've not played the Met for a few years, and we're at that You're green still room. Hanging out. <laughs> Just through the back entrance, because you guys are playing um, at Splendor in the Grass next month. Is that yeah. green room just epic, or is everyone just back there sipping tea? That's more uh, just dressing rooms, intense, and then there's sort of like a, a VIP bar sort of thing, yeah. and like an artist area, which is sick because all the artists hang out together, mm. which uh, makes for a good little sort of 100%. communal vibe. Has anyone ever missed their set? I'm sure Pete Doherty might have last time he played, but he made it in there. I actually think he made it, yeah. He made it, yeah. yeah. There, there was I had no idea. But think of us backstage at Splendor in the Grass. I, I noticed there's three types of there's three types of hot girls backstage. That is there's good appreciation for the ladies. Mm. Okay, so there's Instagram hot. Mm-hmm. Then there's model hot. Yeah. And then there's don't talk to me, I'm with the band hot. True. Uh, Whatever happened to this natural beauty, Osha? Well, yeah. this is the question behind the single, isn't it? Ah, oh, true. Uh, true. Nice true. save. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I was going the whole time. Oh, Fake yes. Magic is the name of the new song, and I believe that's what you're getting to. <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, indeed. Well said. Very well said. Yeah, Aluna said it best. She was talking about how uh, 
You know, it's essentially about uh, women coming into a man's life and showing that dude that there's more to life than all the all the fake fake things in the world. You know, such as social media and and all that sort of stuff that you see that isn't actually that real. <laughs> I, I don't watch Game of Thrones, um, but good because uh, neither do I. Yeah, do you, you're not a fan. You don't like it. I tried to watch the first episode. Oh, and you're then, probably uh, like Maddie. He thought there was too know. much nudity. No, I was open to it, but I mean, I just didn't. Uh, I didn't click with it. Yeah, maybe just, I'll give I, it a second I shot. I went through the first two whole episodes as per recommendation. They're like, "Oh, you got to finish the second episode mm. before you really mm. dig it." Mm. And it, I was still shit after the second episode. <laughs> yeah. so. I, the, I was the same. I could not get into it. It's the only one I watch. Respect. Uh, yeah. yeah, but it was it anyway, you. Continue. Was it you guys who said, or someone else who said that if you had a baby together, you'd look like Jon Snow? That was some <gasps> random dude oh. on Twitter. And he oh my it. god, that yeah, is hundred percent true. Because the photo <laughs> oh as well, god. the photo that he picked of me and Ruben was like perfect. Like, yeah, he nailed cool. that. Yeah. Combine your hair. Yeah. Oh, oh she's. And, uh, <laughs> all right, simmer down. Yes. She's a big John Snow fan, and now she wants <laughs> you to have a baby. I, I mean, I love I do you guys, want to but appreciate, now, yeah. I want to appreciate your love for Game of Thrones. Tell me honestly, how many episodes I need to endure before it gets good? Um, I I think I watched. I binge watched and watched the whole first um season. Okay, and then it gets good. Yeah, and then settle it gets good. In, There's a lot of flight. Yeah, so you just have to watch every time you go on a plane. Settle in and just get ready <laughs> okay. to, yeah, to say goodbye and, to and your just love life. it. Mm. Love it for Tyrion. Love it for Tyrion. Just look forward to Tyrion. Little bloke. Tyrion? Okay. okay. Yeah, Tyrion. Yeah. Yeah. Will do. you got to get past the incest, though. I'm, uh, that for <laughs> me was... The, sorry, sorry for coming for the guy who dated his cousin. Yeah, what's wrong with you? <laughs> No, that's actually a true story, guys. He hooked he up with his, his cousin. Yeah, he knew really? it was his cousin, but he still went there because she was hot. Yeah, did it hit too Whoa. close to home for you, buddy? Did it hey, make yeah. you feel uncomfortable? Yeah. That's a popular theme in like Italian movies and and theater and stuff. So I guess that's <laughs> true. Kind of, it was mm, a maybe. second cousin. I didn't know, and we only kissed. Okay, was it like tongue and everything? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no. I didn't say anything. Yeah. Was it? Anyway. Oh, I thought you said yeah. No, I said yeah. But I was there. <laughs> Peking duck. <laughs> Peking duck as always. <laughs> I was yeah. just a boom operator, to be honest. But they're important. Hey, He's wrapping you up, guys. Just trying to have a civil conversation Never with two it. fine musicians. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fellas, lovely to chat. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on that note, uh, it was very lovely to she chat. She was hot. I'm, if I'm, she was hot. <laughs> nice to talk. We're out. See ya. Uh, <laughs> Bye, guys. Thanks for having us. Bad love. Time, boys. It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Hey, if I'm, if I'm not working, right, I'm at home with the kids, or I guess I'm out at a function. Mm-hmm. You're busy. Yeah, busy. But I I find that I am so bad at answering my friends' phone calls these days, mm. and especially my friends that don't have kids, because I'm consciously embarrassed Those by lucky people. I know. <laughs> but a lot of them want to have kids, and I kind of go, you know how it is when you're on the phone, and it could be quiet. It could be so quiet in your household mm. or in your car, so you go, perfect moment to make a phone call. Mm. And as soon as it starts ringing, the kids just go crazy, or they come up and they go, mum, mum, mum. And you yep. know it's annoying for the mm. person on the other end. So that's why I'll often like hang up on a phone call and then text them. Mm. My friend will be like, why don't you answer my phone call? And I was like, the kids are here. Mm. People don't get it, do they? No, they well, they don't get it. And then mm. I feel like I'm neglecting them. Mm. The friends or the kids? Both of them sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. No, she meant friends. <laughs> I totally meant friends. Right. Kids doesn't care. Because <laughs> um, this might surprise you, but my kids are quite noisy. Mm. No. Is this, yeah. is this you during a phone call? Shut up. 
No, I, I try and answer them a few times. Like, Finny, do you mind? I'm just on the phone call. Can you just give me two minutes? But in, you, but in the back of the, the, the rear vision mirror, you're looking at them like, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to get you. And I know that it's really annoying for people that don't have kids to try and make the phone call. So this is an example of why I don't pick up the phone because my friend, Minnie, bless her heart, we've been trying to talk and we've been paying phone tag because I'll give her a call when I'm free, like, you know, not with the kids around. Mm. And she gets a little bit annoyed. So finally she called me a call and I was like, I'm in the car. I'm going to make the phone call back. And just as I was going to call, this happened. Are you there? Oh, no, that's Jagger. Sorry, hon. Hey, um, I was just going to say, you, I didn't, uh, did you get my text? No. Oh, I sent you a text just about all the contacts as well for all the emails. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I did get that. That's right. And I was going to say, um, send me the um, details as well for that girl. Yes, I sent her your email. Oh, cool. Because I think it would be, sorry. Oh, my God. Can you? Oh, my God. Shh. Jagger, please. We're going for dinner. Um, how are you, Dal? You alright? Yeah, yeah, good, good, good. Oh. Just getting into work, but yeah, she's gonna email you. Okay, cool. No, please stop. All right, cool. All right, sounds good. Thanks, hon. <laughs> are you alright? You good? Sorry, don't you love talking to me? <laughs> You're allowed to give up on me. This is why I never call you. You, <laughs> you this is the best contraception. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, you poor woman. I oh. love you. Okay, remember that. Okay. I love you, too. Yeah, I love you. All right. I love you, love you too. Bye. Oh, God. She finished with the best form of contraception. <laughs> <laughs> too late for you, though. <laughs> oh, I, I knew that. <laughs> so that's why nobody likes making phone calls if you don't have kids to people that give kids. And no one that has kids like making phone calls to do people you, that don't have kids. Do you know what's worse, though? Live. Because you know when you're talking to people live that don't have kids and they don't get it and they're having a conversation with you and your kid's away or running yeah. or boiling an egg on the stove or putting a fork <laughs> in a toaster and you're like, I can't do this, I have to go. And people are like, oh, but we're just chatting. And you're like, no, 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 you don't understand. Like, people don't get it. Yeah. Get it, people, basically. You know what you need? I can understand people don't want to make friends once people have kids. Unless like they've I, got kids. Unless yeah. they've got yeah. kids, because yeah. I get embarrassed. I'm, mm. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Mm. We should invest in putting together something like, you know, in, in the movies where there's the limousine and the driver can yeah. put the... Oh. Like, imagine like just a, a screen that goes up that's soundproof. You go, hang on one second, kids. <laughs> and then you make your phone call. That's so good. Thank you very much. That's actually really good. Can you do that in the house as well? <laughs> Just on that side of the lounge room. <laughs> Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Five. Am I the only one who wants to have fun tonight? <laughs> oh, Manny needs your help. Because I used to always be the strange one and I used to go, no, that's not, I, I do everything normal. And then Maddie has just, you've won, you've won. And this is pretty amazing because you made a comment during our meeting and said, Everyone does it, which is why I want to ask people on 131060, do you dye your own jeans? (laughs) (laughs) After you have them, do you have a range of dyes? No, no, no. no. Do you have a range of dyes where your jeans start to fade fade fade. and you have to re-dye them? Re-dye them blue. Only navy blue, deep navy blue is the only colour I use. I don't re-dye my red ones. You have red ones? 
had red ones. I got too fat for them. Had to throw them away. They got too pink and you were very nice. <laughs> yeah. What about your white ones? Yeah, I guess it's just bleach. I've never heard of anyone doing it because I like the fade. Do you like Some the people fade? buy faded yes. jeans to avoid the, the wearing down process. Please don't tell me you're patching your jeans as well. No, I would never wear ripped jeans. They're you wouldn't? tacky. I like them. They're so 90s. And you no. did just yeah. drop the... Yeah, they're a bit but 90s. Yours are so 80s. The dark know. navy redying. No. That was like the, not, you know, the 80s my, wash. My jeans are on fleek. No, Old Flake was two years ago. (laughs) Yeah, but they are. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So this is the deal, right? I have a specific type of jean I like. I like a skinny, which is a denim-y kind of elastic blend. Yes, you ignore the rough top. So so what it is, is that they're skinny, but elastic-y enough that it doesn't feel, you don't feel restricted in them. Jeggings? uh, No, not jeggings. They're pretty close to jeggings. Oh, great. Not, not great. Yeah. So I found there. a pair that I like, and at Universal Store, I had a chat with the guy there. He was yes. a jean consultant. Oh, he was oh, no, not. He, wasn't. he was. And then you went to Subway, and you got to do with the sandwich, sandwich artist. artist. <laughs> hey, 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 Sorry. we go to university. Uh, okay. So he said to me, he goes, when I've, the same thing with these jeans, never washed. You never wash your jeans. When you're having a hot shower, you throw them over the side of the shower because the steam, steam will clean and make the elastic suck back that, in. That I can live with. Problem I have is they fade. I like them a deep blue. So if you go to Spotlight, for $13, mm. you can buy a jean dye mm. where you dye your jeans mm-hmm. and they, I swear to God, look brand new. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. How's this? Do you, I forgot. At the end of yesterday, did you hear what he said? No. If anyone's got any de- jeans that you want dyed, they're mm. fabulous. Just bring, bring them in. in. I totally forgot. Can I ask? Uh, so... so the guy at the Universal Store, do you remember his name? Uh, I can't remember. Right, so no Tom one is. was in Melbourne. Tom, the jeans consultant, gave you the... Carl, I think it was. Okay, so Carl, the jean consultant. <laughs> no, maybe it was Jean. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Jean, <laughs> the jean consultant, told you to yeah. then go to Spotlight to get the jean dye to dye the jeans that he sold you. Yeah. He, you well, don't think he may have been wait. on some sort 13, of... 13, 10, 60, if anyone else dyes their jeans... You don't think he would have been on some sort of kickback there? No, no And he, he, he sits back and then he goes, got another one. Oh, you saying no. he's got shares in Spotlight? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I fronted it to him. I said, the only oh, problem I have with these, because I used to have a cheap... a consultant what to do? No, no, I used to have Cheap Monday and we were discussing the fact they don't stock them anymore. So I've gone to this new brand of jean, right? And I said to him, the, the issue I have is they fade because they're dyed jeans. Maybe you guys are too old and you don't, you don't yeah. get it. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's no, right. That's right. Do, you know, do you know what he does? Do you know what your gene consultant does? He goes like this. He sells you the genes. He sends you the spotlight to pick up the dye, and then he consults. And he goes, hello, Gene. Yeah, I've just sold another wanker a pair of genes. Uh, I'm doing well here. There's my commission. Does your wife dye her genes? Uh, no, she just uh, helps me dye mine. <laughs> she helps me. <laughs> what do you mean? How do you do it? Like, I mean, like in a bathtub? No, you couldn't because that no, would no. get dye everywhere. You got to do it in a bucket. Laundry tub. Oh, laundry tub uh-huh. in there. Got to make sure you clean it out because sometimes you know you'll soak stuff in there. You don't want to get a mixture of nappy sand and dye together. Well, that would turn, turn into tie dye, wouldn't it? Doesn't work. That's right. So you put it in there in cold water. You dye them, but you must as after you finish dyeing them, you put them straight into the washing machine. Thirteen ten sixty. If you do this, um, you put them in the washing machine. Wash them on their own. So that the dye washes out, and then you got to let them completely dry. Yeah, because if you didn't, you'd get blue balls. <laughs> yes. Hey, we did say thirteen ten sixty. If you do, you were saying that we're too old for it. Yep. So you do have um, Vicky in Coomera. Morning. Morning. How are you? We're good. Vicky, do you dye your jeans? 
I do, and I also dye my um, blacks as well. Oh, haven't done blacks before. Simma, bring it down a notch. <laughs> I mean, blacks so I can understand. Yeah. Um, we get bleach nut on our clothes, and so I dye the clothes, my clothes black to try and cover up the bleach stains and that. Okay. You look at them too sometimes, too. All right. And so are you in I your 20s understand. as well, Vicky? Sorry? Are you in your 20s as well? No, I'm 43. Okay. okay. Alrighty, there you go. No, wait. Phones are lighting up now. I mean, we're running out of time, which is highly annoying, but oh, one, sure. two, three, four, five people have called through and said that they dye their jeans. Everyone's saying black. Yeah, that's right. Well, you got to get on the blue train. Lynn, we'll wrap up with you, Lynn. You dye Hi. your jeans as well? Welcome to the party. I sure do. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Why do you dye your jeans? Because um, they fade too much and I need them, like, super, super black. Yeah. But I okay. get in trouble if they're not black enough. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it's a, it's a, it's work, a work issue. Thing. So no one with yeah. blue so far, man. Rachel, how long has your brother done it for? Rachel? Um, my brother has done it for... He doesn't do it anymore, but he did it for 10 years. Yes. He yeah. would um, buy blue jeans because he was a butcher and the black ones are more expensive, so he'd just dye the blue jeans black. Great. So far, they've all been for work. work. No one's doing it for fashion. <laughs> Where do I wear these jeans every day? Oh, oh come, come on. on. I'm waiting. <laughs> At work. I'm waiting. No. Oh. Nah, I don't know. So. 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 Sergeant Pepper's learning hard <laughs> man. It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. On all the self-help books that I have on my shelf, they say it's good to be grateful. I haven't read all of them, but the first few pages always say you need to be grateful. It's good to be grateful. It's hard to be humble. Yes. Okay, I haven't got that far. Um, (laughs) But some things things we're just not grateful for. That's why we do this. Hey, rain. I always check out the weather report. But on the weekend... I was like, nah, doesn't look like clouds. Should be fine. (laughs) YOLO. (laughs) I decided to, and I've never done this, wash the quilts on Saturday morning, or duvers, whichever way you would like to call them. They're now still on the line. They have been washed and dried and washed and dried. At this point, I don't know if I need to rewash. Yeah. I do. Probably. What do you... Smell them. Yeah. I did a smell test. Smell stank. Yeah. Are they feather? Well, we have, we've just been using blankets every night. Can you put them in the dryer? We don't have a dryer. We don't have a dryer. That it's bad for the environment. It's bad for the environment. Come on, it costs a lot. It costs a lot of money. What are you, money. big money maker over there? Crazy, for you. Dryer <laughs> you user, you. I don't have a dryer no, either. No, I said she has, doesn't have a dryer. I don't dry. Yeah, I dry everything. I dry dry stuff just to see it go around. <laughs> Thanks. I'm going to go around. It's just so expensive, isn't it? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I feel like mine's going to be sort of copying, but... It's similar in your in your vein. You tell us and we'll tell you after. Hello, Iron. I love you. Oh, because you I know. love a crisp shirt. Mm. Do you have starch as well? Yes. Oh, wow. It smells so good too. But why is it that I could iron 57 dark coloured shirts, but as soon as I tap you down onto a white shirt... You vomit out some brownie yes. black sort of water. Mm. Only on the white shirt. Uh-huh. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Just let it go. Okay. But no thanks. Let what go? Well, it only you can only yeah, see can it only on the white. It. It's obviously happening on every single <laughs> one of them. <laughs> every, 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 every you know what I mean? No, it's not. No, like it's only the no, white. It's, it's not. Just, 
I'm oh. all, I want to spill out, but yeah. I have to save it in until I get to the white. It does. It does. There's mm. nothing spills out on the black one. I even chat to it. I go, this is the shirt. Spill now because the white one's next. <laughs> this one's vicarious. It's for my wife. Okay. Hey, our four-year-old daughter, Rory. So pretend I'm my wife right now. Okay, sure. Hey, Do Kat. the voice. Do the voice. <clears throat> when I'm in the change room, <laughs> trying on an array of different outfits, that is not the time for you to show the sales assistant how a curtain works. <laughs> 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 so, ah, I'm already out! Ah, the birds are out! Shut the door! <laughs> <laughs> uh, back to me now. Yep. Admittedly, I loved it. <laughs> was this at Mount Omni yesterday? Yeah, it was at, we were at Flower. She loves Flower. Uh, I knew there, I so. should have followed you for longer. You, didn't, you, couldn't, you couldn't hear the screaming? <laughs> so thanks. But no thanks. Stand by me and Matt huh. with Osha. Sure.